quick stretch, little snack, and here we go. Sonic, I love that you want to help make a difference. Mind if I drive? Are you being reckless? Don't worry, nobody's gonna get hurt. Pretending to be Batman. Blue Justice, trademark pending. You're still just a kid. Trust me, there will come a moment when your powers will be needed. But you don't choose that moment. That moment chooses you. I just got goosebumps. Wait a second, did you steal that from Oprah? He's back! Papa's got a brand new stash. Since I've been gone, I've discovered the source of ultimate power. That sounds big. It's been on my vision board for years. Hope I'm not too late. I'm sorry, who are you? Name's Tails. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. Step one, light taunting. Step two, I have no idea. That wasn't too bad. <laughs> Today's forecast calls for a 100% chance of adventure. <laughs> Return to sender. Face it, you're never going to get my power. I look like I need your power. Where are my manners? Sonic, meet Knuckles. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our... Non-spoiler review for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I am joined by some special guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have from Cinemania Nightmares, we have Tyler. Hello, how you doing? Hello, I'm doing great. Uh, exciting to talk about another new release, especially a video game movie. Uh, a good one, and not to spoil my thoughts on it, but you know those are very rare these days. So it's exciting to talk about good video game adaptations. We also have, from the Cinemania World team, we have Amanda. Amanda, hello. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to talk about Sonic. Okay, it's nice to hear from you as well. So let's get right into everything. This is the review for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I'm going to... Oh, that rhymed. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to, go into, going to go into a little bio from IMDb. When the manic Dr. Robotnik returns to Earth with the new ally, Knuckles the... And what does that say? It's an echidna. Oh, okay. I'm like, what? Echidna. Sonic and his new friend Tails is all that stands in their way. Movie was directed by Jeff Fowler. And it stars James Marsden. And we have, of course, Ben Schwartz as Sonic. We have Idris Elba as Knuckles. Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. And I can't find who played Tails. We had Colleen O'Shaughnessy that that played Tails. So Mm -hmm. let's get right into the review. I'll start with all of you guys first. I'll start with you, Amanda. What do you think about the movie? It is the second best video game adaptation. 
from, and the first one is Sonic. So both of them, Sonic 1 and Sonic 2, are like the best video game adaptations. They're a lot of fun, fun for the whole family. Um, mm. I really enjoyed it, like kind of slightly better than the first one. I think it's because of the addition of Tails and Knuckles, but um, I had a freaking blast watching this. I was so, so happy with it. Um, yeah, so it's interesting that you said that because I do think it's like one of the better video game films as well, but... Let's go on to you, Tyler. What about you? What did you think of the movie? Yeah, I kind of share the same kind of thoughts. I think it was a solid sequel. I do think it's a little bit better, but I think that also is because of the fact that, you know, I have that attachment to the video games and the fact that you have the addition of Knuckles and Tails. I think the their addition really enhanced the film for me personally. I mean, the film itself and also just as a fan of the video game franchise. But as a whole, I mean, I just think it was all around a much more enjoyable story than the first one in a lot of different ways, which I'm sure that we're going to explore in the overall review. But I had a, I had a blast. I mean, it was very long. That was like, I guess one of my criticisms. So, you know, right off the bat, mm-hmm. but other than that, you know, I had a blast and I can't wait to see more installments in this because it is like one of those rare cases where a video game movie is not only good, but the, then you get a sequel, and the sequel is also good. Because usually, mm-hmm. video game movies, they don't do well, and then they don't get a sequel anyways. So the fact that we got two at least good adaptations in a row is, is shocking to me. I'm glad that they've kind of cracked the formula here with these Sonic movies. They kind of let them be like the video games. Yeah, I agree. So going into this, um, I remember when I first, when I first, first, first watched uh when i first watched the first sonic film uh i i was like it was like it was like okay but uh after i actually found myself really really enjoying it on my rewatch that i did before this movie which got me excited to see the film uh so going into the going into this movie i was hearing pretty good things of course there was a few people that that i heard that didn't really like it which is understandable um it's one of those films where if it's not for you 100% then I totally get it. But um, yeah, so coming out of it, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I really, I like, I had a great time with it and everything. Um, I enjoyed a lot of the characters. I enjoyed Sonic, of course. I enjoyed like Tails and I, I enjoyed like Dr. I mean, Jim Carrey's Robotnik. I still got to get used to, but I think <laughs> that, this is the last we're going to see of him. You know, you know, in the we'll see what they do in the next installment. But I do think this is the last we're gonna see of him for a while. Um, but everything else, I really, really enjoyed. I was, I, I found myself laughing a lot and having a really good time. My audience with me as well was having a real good time, which I really wasn't expecting. Um, I wasn't expecting a packed theater, but the theater was very, very packed for the movie. So, um, yeah, I really, really, really enjoyed it. To to kind of go off what you said about the uh, runtime, I did, did I did think it felt a little bit too long. And there's a scene that I actually would have just cut out, like initially, like just entirely for it to cut down the runtime. It was like when I was watching it, it didn't, it did not feel like a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. But we can talk about that a little bit later. But, um, but yeah, I think I do think it was a little bit too too long. And um, I thought the first one was like perfectly was perfectly kind of kind of tight with the runtime you know as far as like what that movie was and before you know what you're at the end and this one is kind of like you know it it, it is about it's it, it is over two hours and stuff so yeah, there were certain things like that's, that that's a long time for like this kind of movie like a movie that's geared towards 
mostly kids as an audience. I mean, it is, of course, you know, geared towards us who are fans mm-hmm. of the franchise, whether it be just video games or someone who really liked the first film. But for right. a kid's movie to be over two hours long with a story in this that's also not, like, overly complicated, it's a very straightforward story that they kind of stretch the two hours. I don't know. No, I agree. I agree. And it was like a... God, I want to get into it so bad, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was there was just like there was just like certain things that I'm just like, why is this in a Sonic movie? But from what I from what I did enjoy in the film, I I think James Marsden and Ben Schwartz has amazing chemistry. Like you really you really really feel like you know they're connected. Like you know from the first film and then into this one, just like they're con- they're like chemistry is just really really solid and then i thought idris elba was like so much fun um i don't know what i don't know who came up with the idea of casting him in the movie but i think he's uh i think he was perfect for the role it was not what i expected you know when they announced him as the voice of knuckles the echidna like i mean we've yeah. heard other voices in the past in the sonic games and the uh, series and all that uh but idris elba that's just like a very interesting casting choice i mean same with ben mm-hmm. schwartz as sonic the hedgehog mm-hmm. uh it seems like they've gone out of their way to kind of go out of the out of the box so to speak for these actors in general so i'm and curious to see where does... we go in the next one now it does feel like, you know, it does feel like uh, he's a part of, like, Ben Schwartz is Sonic now. Yeah. Now it's it's kind of in the realm where I can't really see, um, I can't really see anyone else playing the character. I think, I think, I think Ben Schwartz does a great job with it yeah. and stuff. But uh, let's go to you, Amanda, regarding, like, um, some of the, some of the things that stood out to you in the, in the film, if there, if there was anything that didn't work for you in the movie at all. Um, well, I think some of the jokes didn't land. I think that Jim Carrey was absolutely, like, unhinged as Dr. Robotnik. Like, he was already extra in the first one. Yeah, he was Um, really, like... (laughs) Yeah, and he, like, brought it to the next level. I don't think that that could be possible. He was flossing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that in itself. But again, like, you have to, like, cater to children, so I understand why certain jokes happen, why some shticks happened. I get that. Um, I'm just gonna keep praising the special effects team. I think the VFX is really polished and crisp. I think the character designs, especially for Tails, who I wanted to adopt <laughs> so badly after this movie, <laughs> um, they were adorable. And I feel like it's so hard when you're integrating like C- like CGI characters like that into a live action film. And you just looked um, at times, I'm not saying it was like completely perfect because the third act with kind of felt off a bit but um it's really hard to integrate and then they're just talking to each other like you said with james marsden and sonic talking to each other that they had chemistry but you can see that it's kind of seamless that they do fit into um that world so god bless the bfx team because i was like shook especially during like the adventure section to go get where they needed the so to go where they needed to go mm-hmm. um to retrieve it so um i yeah i think that's the most important thing the, the takeaway that i got from uh, sonic 2 was the vfx so polished loved it i i i i actually when i was watching this movie i was like there was a part when they're in like snowy mountains and i was trying to figure out i was like i wonder what the budget is for this movie because this is like the vfx in the film there's not really times where 
it stood out to me as like bad or anything like oh man what's going on? like you know what i ha- and i have a lot that happened i mean morbius sorry no. <laughs> but that happens that happens a lot when we're watching like not even just like more not even just like morbius but like a lot of like even mcu dceu there's a lot of movies where like the fx just looks really wonky and this one the fact that you had to blend in like these characters with the humans and stuff and it looks so like you know i don't there's not a lot of times in the movie where i feel like they're talking to like a stick or whatever like you know like the, the, <laughs> yeah. our actual actors they they kind of they felt so so perfectly kind of integrated that i that's something that i did really enjoy um i got touch on tails because tails like made me so upset <laughs> not in a, <laughs> what what for what do tails do not in a bad way. Must... I know man I know man is probably like, what Dwayne? <laughs> Tails was like too fucking cute. <laughs> it was like it was like I was just like, what the I, I was watching them and not I didn't I never went into it thinking that I was gonna come out of it absolutely loving Tails. And I think that's why they did it. You know, um Tails was just such a great I think that's why I do prefer this one over the first one because, um, you know, James Marsden is great. Like I said, him and him and Sonic, you know, as far as like Ben Schwartz and James Marsden, uh, but the characters of Tom and Sonic, they have great chemistry. But what mm-hmm. I love about video game movies is when the characters, like the actual characters can interact with each other. So I thought Tails and Sonic was like the perfect like duo in this and, their little bond they had like there's like moments like the little moment they had like in a bar or whatever that was like a cabin was just oh, yeah. so great you know like the dialogue between because the di- this this of course there's lines in the script where it's like what but then like the dialogue scenes between them two as being like best buds was just so great to me and those are the things that really stood out and even like lines between you know tom and sonic or you know, or uh, Knuckles and Sonic as well. It was just, I, I really enjoyed those, like, over everything else. Honestly, every single time they spoke about friendship, I'm not joking. Mm-hmm. I went like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I would almost tear up. I'm like, this is so cute. I'll be your friend. Like, they were just adorable. Yeah, like, Tails is asking Sonic, like, are you my pal? Like, that scene really, like, I was like, oh my god. It's just, like, he, was, he, was a, he was a friend. He was, like, mm-hmm. you know, coming to warn him of everything going on. Because yeah. we saw him in the end of the first film. The tease, the post-credit tease of Tails coming in. Yeah. It was cool how they integrated that into the film as well. Like, that same scene, basically. Mm-hmm which i'm really excited to just get more of like i okay so when it comes to video games movies one of the things that i one of my biggest gripes is i cannot stand when video game characters like when they're like how can i say like 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 when they're not like real life people they they somehow always get sucked into like our real world and sometimes i just i like seeing these characters be in their world like you know when the first sonic movie starts off at like, you know, like Sonic's planet and all that type of stuff. Like, I, I want stuff like that to be more of a thing. It does seem like when Hollywood has these video game characters or whatever, they like to put them in, like, New York and San Francisco <laughs> or whatever. And I'm like, this is getting kind of, like, you know, Mortal Kombat and Detective Pikachu and, you know, of course, the Sonic movies. But, you know, I did think that everything they did as far as, like, 
real world and then like the Sonic, you know, the characters from Sonic's world. I thought that all was was done really well. And uh I wasn't expecting to get so much from Knuckles because there's like a there's a lot of deeper meanings for you know from that from his character that I didn't expect. I thought he was just gonna come in and be the muscle for uh you know for uh for Jim Carrey. So I thought I'm glad that he had more of a more of a backstory for us to really sink our teeth into when we were watching the film. So uh, stuff like that really worked for me as a whole, you know, cause there's things that doesn't align, but doesn't really work. Like I said, I'll get into at the end of the review, but like there's just scenes where I'm just like, like, why was this here? And there's times where the pacing could have been a little bit more tighter. I think the first film's pacing is so well done cause you kind of get to the point, you know, and it doesn't overstay its welcome. So, uh, Tyler, anything like that kind of does that kind of uh, resonate with you as well when it comes to the movie as far as pacing and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, the film, like we, I've been already said, the film is a little bit too long, and I think part of that is just due to the fact that we kind of have to cram in the human characters into the film. I mean, mm-hmm. I was glad that mm-hmm. you know, we Tails was kind of the main player here with Sonic going on the adventures because that's what we all wanted. Because, I mean, no no disrespect to Tika Sumter, James Marsden, and all them, but, mm-hmm. like, I don't really care about them that much compared yeah. to seeing T- Sonic and Tails and then, of course, Knuckles and Dr. Robotnik. Like, those are the characters I came to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I definitely think it was, I mean, I guess you have to have them in the movie. I don't really think you do, but I guess they've kind of, you know, there's someone up higher up in the studio somewhere that thinks that we need James Marsden and all them mm-hmm. to sell the movie. Uh, but the movie really kind of dragged down a bit when we had to go back to them and like the wedding and all that stuff. Cause especially because the wedding stuff ended up being kind of dumb as it went on. Yeah. Cause then we like, cause then it was the, the twists and all that revealed with the wedding. And I was like, okay, well that was dumb. Like that, <laughs> that really didn't need to be in the movie at all. Mm-hmm. But as far as like the main adventure goes with tails, I mean, I agree that he was adorable and knuckles you know he was at least somewhat layered of a of an antagonist you know along yeah. with dr robotnik because we do get a little bit of backstory about him and how i mean it was kind of obvious where we were going to go with certain parts of that character just because you know it's it's a kid's movie i mean it's not that complicated uh but yeah i still really liked everything idris elba did a great job kind of selling this character and like putting his own spin on the character because i mean knuckles has always been kind of like a brute force kind of character and, you know, we get a little bit of backstory here in the video games, but uh, it, it gave, I don't know if it was just me, but he reminded me a lot of Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially as the movie went on and he had like a little bit more of like a personality. Yeah. And he yeah. was like trying to understand things. Yeah. There were a couple lines where he would just take things in a completely different direction than they thought they were going to be. Like, I think the one that always stood, the one that stood out to me the most, it made me laugh. When he, when he was like throwing all of those threats at Dr. Robotnik when it seemed like he was sending all those robots to attack him on mm-hmm. the on the, the cliff's edge and he was like oh there's stairs and he just walks up to him yeah yeah oh, no, oh yeah in the beginning <laughs> yeah yeah oh, goofy man. stuff like that or then later on in the film where he's like trying to understand things in earth like stuff like that really mm-hmm. made me laugh about the character but um yeah as far as like I'm trying to think of like things I can say that aren't like spoilery because that's kind of tough but I mean the action was really great, you know, kind of alluding to the stuff with the CGI elements, because I think the CGI is improved. I think the, speaking of Morbius, I think the budgets are about the same for these movies. I don't remember the official budgets for both, but I remember, like, the first Sonic was, like, a little bit under $100 million, mm-hmm. and I think that, like, Morbius was in, like, the 70 to 80, 90 range. 
But you could definitely tell that they did their best to stretch out the budget and make these characters look as good as they can. There were a couple shots where the CGI wasn't the greatest. Like, mm-hmm, um, of course. The one I can think of is like the one that really stuck out to me that was really bad was actually in that segment when they're in like, I think it's like Siberia or whatever, like the wintry area. And you can just see the horrible green screen with Dr. Robotnik hovering in his little hovercraft. And like, you could just tell that it's, that's a really bad blue green screen behind him. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, there weren't like too many crazy things. I think they did a great job with the CGI and especially in the third act, because, you know, the third act is like very bombastic, right? Mm. At, rip right out of a video game. You know, the final battles you would see in a Sonic the Hedgehog video game. And that was really cool. Uh, so the I, the budget, it's looking like a 90, 90 million, which is like, mm, nice. that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, for, for what they accomplished, mm. I think, I mean, I mean, I think that's, I think that's a, a little bit of a, a rise from the first film. So yeah. you could definitely tell because they had to animate more characters, first of all. So, because <laughs> they have two more, cgi characters they have to use in the film to a you know a lot much larger extent but yeah like like you guys were saying i mean tails tail i mean i wouldn't say he's the mvp of the movie like i know some people have been saying but his addition really helped the film in making sonic a much more well-rounded character you know helping him find himself become a hero which is kind of like the main theme he goes on you know he's trying to become a, a a hero of some sort, you know, as he's what, what did they call him? What did he call himself when he was like trying to be like a superhero? In oh, the city? Sonic like, Blue Justice. Blue, yeah, it was like a Batman kind of thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, it was great. I mean, they, they were great together. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we got the journey with them. And then, you know, we would sprinkle in Dr. Robotnik and all that stuff. I mean, I would love to see more tales in the future. Colleen hey. O'Shaughnessy, she was great. I mean, it's, that was a cool thing to me too that they did with this movie. Because I mean, usually... The, the status quo is to have actors like well-known a-list celebrities voice characters which is mm-hmm. what we see in this film as well you know ben schwartz is voicing sonic idris elba's voicing knuckles so it was really cool to see them actually keep colleen o'shaughnessy voicing the character because that's a very rare thing to keep the voice actors in the same roles in a feature-length film because they could have got some other big a-list actor to voice tales and colleen o'shaughnessy i think brought like a great authenticity to the character because you know she has voiced the character for I don't know like since 2014 I think yeah see so I didn't really- even I didn't even remember that like I just remembered that too that I'm glad they did because I think I think some characters like their voice are just so I mean some people's voice with characters are just so distinct and it'd just be weird if you changed it like um I know what they had in mind when it came to detective pikachu but like all you hear in that movie is like deadpool and like you know it's just super you know so i get why they did it and it's a name to have but uh yeah so i i 100 agree with you um manda any 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 last couple of things you want to kind of throw out as far as regarding the movie before we get into some spoilers yeah um i actually really liked that wedding scene because Uh... i'm sorry Listen, what I liked elements of it. I mm-hmm. I was dying of laughter when she was going off on everybody, like the go kart mm-hmm. with the just married, and like she's like a go attack, <laughs> like um, Shamar. Moore. Like I was freaking dying, and then she just, just like her that whole scene. I think her name was is Rachel, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Rachel in the movie. Awesome. Um, I died laughing, so I th- I thought that was just like really fun, and they had the women kind of like kick some butt in that case and they weren't mm-hmm. just like standing around so i appreciated that aspect but yeah like not everything worked in that case but um 
I had fun. I was dying of laughter. So shout out to the two fierce women in this movie just for that scene and playing around with Tails' little like gadgets, his little backpack. And they're so tiny, but they're effective and they're so cool. So I think, yeah, Tails is definitely the MVP for me. Um, yeah. And then also like the final, um, I guess like the, the maze and, and what they had to do there. I thought it looked really sick. Um, and it was a lot of fun to watch them go through it. And I like the power sets for each of them that we see in the third act. Uh, that was really cool, uh, how they brought that together. And, uh, yeah, Idris Elba's voice is so weird for Knuckles, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I thought, I thought he had fun and he was having a good time and, uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed him as well. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're going to go into some spoilery things from the uh, movie everyone so if you haven't seen it i highly recommend it actually uh check it out and come back at this section of the review and hear all 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 of our spoiler thoughts because i thought there was a lot of great things that happened in this movie but before we get into that touching on spoilers in 54321 everyone the wedding scene cut it all out (laughs) that's where i was at i was like this is this is a two and a half and like two hours and like two minute movie it could have easily been an hour forty-five. And what I will say, I did like the shit. But they, when they were like using the the stuff, like using the uh, using Tails' weapons or whatever, that was all. Cute. Oh yeah, that was fun. But the actual, there's a long time, like at least five to ten minutes, where it's just, it's just like, uh, what are the characters' name? Um, it's just Rachel, uh, Rachel, who's. The wife's name in the movie. I, I I mean I know the actors. I just don't. I've never really bothered to learn their actual. Names. Oh, Matt Maddie. Yeah. So Matt, there's like a okay. So Rachel, like Shamar Moore's uh, character, and Maddie. Yeah, there's like too. five to ten minutes of just them, and I'm like, this is this is this is. I I, I just wouldn't have done it. It feels like a. It just felt like a long time with those characters and not Sonic. Or even like Tails or Knuckles or Robotnik, you know, because when you got away, when I, when they got away from all that stuff was when I started to enjoy it again. But it did lose me like this, like this elongated scene of uh, her asking Randall, why did you do this? Or why are you an agent? I did not like what Tyler said. I just did not care about was, that stuff. Just it was long. It was just. <laughs> I really thought, like, you know, in the beginning where Sonic uses the rings to send them on their vacation, I was like, okay, cool, that's our out. We're not going to see them very much. Yeah. They're going to be off completely on the other side of the world, and we probably won't, we'll just cut back to them here and there, and that's it. But, like, they actually had, like, a whole, like, storyline, and then ev- inevitably, of course, you know, they end up converging because he has to use the ring to come back. When <laughs> poor poor James Marsden has to go run up and punch Shamar Moore because mm-hmm. he swapped the rings on accident Gold. and ruins the whole wedding. I, I mean, it, I guess thankfully the wedding ended up not, not being real anyway, so it didn't really, really matter that he ruined it. But that whole part was weird. Like the whole Shamar Moore was like a secret agent and like that same organization that hated nowhere. Sonic in the first movie. <laughs> And and they say and they and they capture them and then they immediately get like saved and it's kind of like a moot point anyway. So it's like yeah. okay, well, I just <laughs> I, I I don't think it was like I don't think it like tarnished the film or it messed up no. the movie or anything. I just was like 
it was a little jarring. I'm like, you got all these kids in this audience, and they talking they they looking at this wedding and, and husbands and what. It was just weird. I just was like, it just didn't feel like they felt like I was watching something else, like a different movie, like a I don't know, like Girl Strip or something. I don't know. It was just like <laughs> just. I think I do think that Natasha Rothwell was the best element of those scenes, like out of the out of the main three, I guess you could say, because I actually forgot that Natasha Rothwell was in the first film. Mm-hmm. I thought that she was like a new addition to this film. I forgot because she looked completely different. Yeah, yeah. When I rewatched good. the film, and not the not I mean the film the the humans in the first film. I mean they're not really like you know important mm-hmm. in certain certain parts. Well, her character specifically, she's not like a big part of the first film so i forgot that she was even in it but she really stamped her you know made her stamp you know stamped her mark in this one i, I liked her a i lot. love tika sumter too like she's a lot of fun so i did like them i just the scene like the scene was well when they were doing the whole breaking sonic and tails and when they were doing that whole stuff like breaking them out and stuff was cool then when we got to like the the climax of the randall it's just weird um it was it was interesting it was fun when we were cutting to them and like sonic was like having parties and stuff in his house yeah that was a lot of fun um <laughs> i like that stuff something was- that something that really that i was not expecting the movie was to go so they were going a lot of not not in a bad way too because i know people they hear the word fan service and they think like it's a bad thing sometimes it could be kind of detrimental but sometimes it could be like really fun and i thought this was like they use a lot of great fan service at the end of the movie where that i wasn't expecting at all like i didn't hear any leaks or anything like that from the movie but you know there's a you know when the scene of like the you know they're kind of losing and it was very avengersy the ending as far as like <laughs> you know knuckles is a good guy now and it's like tails and they're all together that was, that was really cool that whole that whole heel turn was like so obvious yeah like, i mean i mean it's a kids movie after all we know that eventually you know knuckles is gonna be a good guy because it's this, that's just how it works mm-hmm. but it was just so evident that he that because we you know we said we kind of established earlier on that knuckles isn't like the brightest character in the world so the double cross with dr robotnik was just so obvious right it was, like, it, was it was still fun it was still a lot was, of like, fun and i i think manda you said earlier about jim carrey being too much yeah um oh yeah and i kind of agree because like when he gets the green and when he gets the emerald in him i'm like all right dude this the is chaos emerald. this is like getting crazy but uh there some of that was so goofy that like it was funny though because yeah. he was like teleporting around and stuff yeah, yeah that's what was losing me a little bit but i'm like Dwayne, now it's oh yeah it's that reminds uh, me speaking of speaking of the other uh characters what was up with that like why was that other cop having so much scenes I is just so funny that's why they kept him in <laughs> <laughs> like i forget it. i forget who his name but like he was like the guy in charge while james marsden was away and like he actually had like a like a supporting role mm-hmm. like a big supporting yeah. role because he was with with a robotnik supporting character guy he opened up like a secret coffee shop or whatever it was uh it was a little strange but one of my favorite things that they did as far as regarding fair and service and people in my audience who are fans of Sonic, like really, really getting excited and started going crazy like you were in like Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, they brought out <laughs> Super Sonic and I was like, oh, I yeah. was not expecting that. And I was like, oh, cool. Um, I was hype. Yeah. And it was really awesome to see. It, it, it's only a couple minutes, but it was really cool to see um, yellow, you know, yellow Super Sonic. Um, that I never thought I would see on a big screen. So it was like, it was crazy. But that scene was, was all good. It, 
He was about as OP as he is in the video Jeez, game. This week. He was... Whenever you do say supersonic, he was fighting off against the giant uh, Megazord size Robotnik. Mm-hmm. That was that was like a lot of fun. And then uh, the mid credit scene. I didn't know there was going to be a mid credit. I presumed there was going to be because they had one for Tails and Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog three has already been announced uh, last year during Paramount. What was it? Paramount Day or something like that. Um, I don't know. I just know that they announced they were going to do a third one. And, and the Knuckles TV series, which I said, listen, they need stuff for Paramount Plus. And uh, Paramount they Plus, do. they have Halo, which has been good. They have iCarly, I guess if you want to count that. Um, but they need more stuff to kind of compete. And I think realizing how much this movie's about, this movie's about to make like $70. Oh my God. <laughs> this oh, man, movie. <laughs> Can you imagine? This movie's like about to make like $70 million this weekend. So there's a, there's a big, big audience for, uh, for this character and this franchise so far. So Paramount, you have the rights. I think you make a couple TV series, you know, for Sonic and, you know, as far as in this universe, make your own little mini, monster verse type deal you know sonic sonic cinematic sure you know they keep doing you know i always think about that too when they had the little sega like logo and it looks like uh you can do some things with the other stuff that you have you know as far as like ip but um yeah so the post the mid credit scene was fantastic one of my favorites um, everyone in my audience was like freaking out because it's like me too. I went in this like I was like I hope the third one we get Shadow. I was like I love me some Shadow. He's one of my favorite Sonic characters, and he's gonna be coming in the third one. That was the post. That was the mid credit scene. Amazing. Um, and what do you think about the ending and the mid credit scene and all that stuff? I I loved it. I, I really liked it. I, I I don't. I just. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just excited about this universe. I really am. I, I like the for me, what it was that they moved so fast in the first and then second act, and then once they got to the third, I felt like they couldn't find their footing and how to move towards the ending. That's probably like my only peeve with the editing of it and the pacing in the third act for that ending. Um, or else, I really liked it. Uh, just see a different side of Sonic too. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's a family, it's a family movie, so they have to make it wholesome. But uh, I'm excited for Shadow. I mean, again, character design next level. I think it looks it great. Looks he looks so good. Really good. <laughs> so I, yeah, give me all the Sonic movies. I'm sold. I've been sold, and I will continue to praise it. <laughs> um, I wonder who's gonna play uh, the character. That's what who I want to play. That actually would be awesome. <laughs> that would be that would be a great choice if they were gonna go for someone big. Like I expect yeah. them to, because you know they've they've done a great job doing the out the box voice cast so far. I mean, uh, Keanu Reeves would be great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cliche, but I think that Pedro Pascal would be great. Oh my God, don't get uh, him. I mean, his agenda is gonna be legit, man. I'm just saying he has a great <laughs> voice. We've heard him many a times using that epic voice. Like, just picture the Mandalorian voice on Shadow. Mm-hmm. I think that would be very cool. Uh, Christian Bale has a great yeah. voice. I'm trying to think of like other big names. Liam Neeson would be kind of interesting. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. That would um. I'm just super ex- like like you said. I'm super excited for the world that they're they're, they're going to be able to build because there's a lot of these characters, you know, in the Sonic and like Sonic's universe. It's a fan that we still haven't seen like like we still haven't seen like Amy Rose. We still haven't seen any, Silver. Any of the any of the female the ones. female yeah like again we haven't seen Rogue. You know, so there's a there's a bunch that you can still do. 
um, that I'm excited to see. And uh, yeah, I I do think the the movie suffers from what I like to call sequelitis, as far as like mm-hmm. going extra, extra, extra big and extra crazy. Oh yeah, you know, especially towards the end. Deadpool two does this, you know, and you know, and sometimes it works in movies, sometimes it doesn't. So I I did feel that towards the ending as well. Um, but overall, I say the movie, I re- I really really enjoyed it. So. That's that's kind of my where I'm at with the film, and I was expecting to enjoy it, and I'm all in. Supersonic, yeah, I'm all in. More supersonic in the sequel, <laughs> the third one, I, sh- I should say, because I mean that supersonic thing was probably the the most hype of the whole film, even if it was a very short, se- you know, segment of the final act. You know, when he goes supersonic mm-hmm. and then like just, just demolishes the robot and just goes ham. That was that was epic. yeah, and then the tag that, that along with the shadow post credit scene because i mean because that leads into you know we kind of talked about it because i mean even jim carrey talked about how he might not come back yeah. for another one which i'm fine I with no like well i'm can well i feel like there's a good way to get around him not being in it because i mean he could just be gone yeah. but because like the, i don't know if you remember the origin for shadow in the video games where he was created by his his grandfather mm-hmm. uh, his grandfather robot I forget the name of the grandfather, but it's Robotnik's grandfather created Shadow. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they could, I mean, they could just cast a grandfather or at least for like a flashback scene or something, or they could just ignore that entirely like a lot of, you know, stuff does. But I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I mean, I would love if he came back mm-hmm. just because I do think he has a great presence, even if he does kind of go over the top sometimes like Jim Carrey is just known for doing. Uh, I would love if he came back, though. I mean, it could get kind of monotonous, but I mean, the thing is with Sonic is like he is the villain, so he kind of has to keep coming mm-hmm. back. There's not really like a lots of other villains in the series uh, to choose from. I mean, Shadow. I mean, Shadow. Even Shadow is kind of like not like a villain per se. He's kind of like an anti-hero most of the time. Right. They'll probably do the same so, thing where he starts off as the villain and then becomes good to fight the greater good, yeah. something like that. They could, they could do the, they could, I mean, he has his own super form. They could do a whole super sonic, super shadow mm-hmm. kind of thing. They could fight each other in like their super Saiyan forms. I mean, that'd be pretty epic. I would lose my mind. If that <laughs> um, all right. So yeah, I, I highly recommend it and I had a good time, but I think that's it for our review of Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh, yeah. Check it out this weekend. It was pretty good. It's making bank. So there's that. Um, yeah, we don't gotta hear about Morbius again. Hey, I should drop seventy five percent. We'll talk about that. Morbius. Okay. We'll talk about that tomorrow <laughs> on the box office show with Larry and I. But uh, all right, everyone, that is it. Thank you guys for joining us. I'll go around, get everyone's social medias. I'll start with you, Tyler. Let everyone know where they could follow you. Yeah, well, if you search up Tyler Calvert on YouTube, you'll find my channel for reviews, reactions, a bunch of other things along the way. And uh, you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram, and it's Tyler Calvert. All right, and Amanda. Yeah, you guys can always follow me over at AMX NDA Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. You can check out my website, CandidXCinema.com, and my YouTube, Candid Cinema. All right, and you can follow me on Twitter at Cinematic94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. And that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Amanda, and that was Tyler. We'll talk to you guys soon.